to this week's episode of Rider Realities Podcast. It's Tuesday Tips. Today I'm here with Esther Reiner and we're going to be talking about hiding the chaos because we are moms and we know that we don't live a perfect cookie cutter life and we want to help sellers trying to sell with crazy kids and all the chaos. So we're calling it hiding the chaos. So Caitlin, when you guys sold your first starter house, yes. how old were your kids? Jason was not born yet. I was like five-ish maybe months pregnant or something. And Charlotte was just turning a year old or just turned a year old. When they're at that age, there's fingerprints all over your wall. There's milk stains on your couch. We have a dog. So I don't know, footprints from the mud because it was the fall, winter, just so many crazy little things. So the first day that our house went on the market, I didn't want any showings that Friday because I wanted to finish cleaning and I had dishes piled to the ceiling and my showings were supposed to start Saturday. Well, I got a text from an agent that said, hey, I have people out of town. Can I see this house in like two hours? Oh no. I was actually supposed to be in the office working that day too. And that's where I texted you and was like, can I clean my house? Can somebody cover for me? You're like, we'll figure it out. Just do what you gotta do. So then I like, think my, I think my in-laws came and got my kit, Charlotte. And then I just like had at it and was able to do it. But some tips for things that you might not notice daily. And then when you're selling your house other people might notice Mm -hmm. I think is where we're wanting to go with this yeah well let's back up and let me tell my story too so when I when we sold our last house I had a barely no not quite three-year-old and not quite one-year-old and so I remember taking pictures of our house and I'm literally kicking I shouldn't say kicking moving his toys from one end of the room to take a picture checking it on my phone to make sure that you couldn't see the toys and then mm-hmm. moving them to the other room to get a picture. So the pictures looked fine, but there was chaos just on the outside of the picture you couldn't yes. see. I took my pictures one room at a time. I would clean mm-hmm. one room, take the picture, let her destroy that room, clean the next room, take the picture. So I did something similar. And I remember going to, I have the details mixed up, but taking the boys to my girlfriend's house who lived right down the road to play with her kids. And then somehow I got locked out of my car and I ended up <laughs> coming back from her house, pushing an empty stroller. I don't know how, I don't know where my husband was. I just remember being so mad and thinking these people think I'm crazy. I'm walking down the road with an empty stroller to find out that they did not come because they didn't like the location of our house. And I'm just like, this is a small, like not even a stoplight town. Like, you know where my house is. If you don't like the location, don't, I'm so mad. And so that was very frustrating to clean up the chaos with two little kids, Mm -hmm. make arrangements to get them out and then someone not come. So I know that can happen sometimes too, but for sure, I think part of it is making the chaos, hiding it or coming through it and noticing things some people wouldn't notice. Mm -hmm. So my sister-in-law, they're getting ready to move and she just rented a storage unit which isn't always practical for people, but could be helpful. Caitlin, would you advise your buyers to rent a storage unit as they're trying to prepare their house for showings? I guess it would just depend on the situation. But I think that running a storage unit for people that have a lot of large pieces of furniture, that's a good idea because sometimes they have too many 
big pieces in a room and it makes the room look way smaller than what it is. So I would say I advise it in like that situation or maybe if your kids have 7,000 toys and you don't want to get rid of the 7,000 toys but they only play with a couple of them, maybe like to eliminate some of it. Mm -hmm. Or if you have something, I don't know, weird in your house, like Charlotte is getting a balance beam for Christmas and it folds up and it's small and stuff, but... Do you want to balance beam in your living room? Or some kid showings? to fall off of it. Get yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Or like something crazy like that. I would say get that kind of stuff out of. And anything house. that's breakable, that's special to you, mm-hmm. whether it is something your kid made, it's one of their toys, it's something that's not even child related at all. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be good to, to get out and put somewhere safe. Yeah. If you don't have the funds to do something like that, it could be just putting it in your garage or putting it in your storage room in your basement or just hiding it in different areas like that to make the house look staged without Mm -hmm. actually having to stage it. Something that I notice at someone's house who has little kids is when they have, this is so nutty, but (laughs) I'm. I notice this is when they have their baby bottles out on the counter on like a drying rack upside down. Yeah. So the counter is super clean. The house is super clean and they're clean. The, the baby bottles are clean, but I'm just like, why don't you just put them away under the sink for somebody who might not have not under the sink necessarily put them away Yeah. for someone who might not have a baby and think, Oh, this is taking up space or yeah, this makes your counter look small. Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, it was more of a, I would see those and remember nights I didn't sleep. So my mind is going <laughs> to a completely different place. And I'm like, baby bottles, this is not a relaxing kitchen. I'm showing this house, even though it was perfectly spotless. This was reminding me of not sleeping super well, you know, or just dumb things like that. So I would say even if things are clean, like try to put them away, or if you have baby formulas or all these things that babies can have bottle warmers and all the things, mm-hmm. even though it's not chaos because you use it and it's clean and organized, I think the more your counters, the more of your counter space you can show, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And if it means shoving all of your stuff in the oven, you do what you got to (laughs) do. Or Or under the bed or whatever. Yeah, and your dishwasher, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that can can help maybe hide the clutter a little bit if you're running out of space. Yeah. So some cleaning tips. I'm a terrible housekeeper. Esta, what do you think? How are your skills on housekeeping? It depends if it's the day my cleaning lady comes or not. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's the truth. I... It's weird because the things I notice are, and I might not even always notice them in my own house, but I guess some things that I remember one time showing a house where the light switch, like actual switches were so dirty. They were covered like black grime that I didn't even want to turn the lights on. And I probably would never have noticed those since then, but that experience a number of years ago was so gross to me that now I always notice like if an outlet cover needs to be wiped off or the light switch needs to be wiped off. I'm pretty good at cleaning off my ceiling fans because I noticed that at other people's houses where you can see if my thought kind of goes right or wrong, goes, oh man, their ceiling fans are like this thick of dirt or, you know, whatever. So Mm -hmm. they must not clean as often or when they're clean, it's like, oh, they must have a clean house, which doesn't necessarily make sense, but it's just something little like that, that you could clean off Mm -hmm. that would make a, a difference to 
the buyer or seller. What mm-hmm. do you think? No, I definitely agree. And remember too, this isn't like your friends coming over. Like when I go to my friend's house, I'm not noticing their ceiling fan. We're talking about people coming into your house. Literally sole purpose is to judge that house. So just things to think about to make your house presentation. They're not judging you They're just trying to judge the house and if it's been taken care of and things like that. Something that I particularly notice in houses is the dog hair on the baseboards. That one's a trigger for me. It's just like sometimes then it's like everywhere. And then like if your client has allergies, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to have to rip up all the carpet and repaint everything to get the smell out or the odor or the dandruff or whatever their concerns are. Um, so I definitely noticed that one a lot. And then the fingerprints I notice in my own house and it drives me insane all over my sliding glass door and the do- muddy dog prints all over the door. And then that honestly, like it breaks up the room. If you have a clean window, people look out at it and it makes the view look nice. It makes mm-hmm. the room look bigger, but then you have this dirty smeared up window and it just doesn't have the same effect on the room. And again, I think since you're talking about dirty, smeared up windows, it's important to say that if you are living in your house like mm-hmm. and not selling it, this is not a guilt trip because my yes. front living room window is so smudged up because my dog sticks his little nose up against <laughs> it to look outside. My husband keeps saying, we need to clean it, we need to clean it. And I... I see it and I'm like, oh, I love my dog. Like, I know I can't see through it, but it's kind of a dark room anyway. I just don't get that fired up about it. If I were selling my house, it would be different. Yeah. Absolutely. And to me, I know it needs to be clean and it is a view blocker, but I know that it reminds me of my puppy and five seconds later, Mm -hmm. it's going to be that way again anyway. So this is not, how do I keep my house clean so I'm not sloppy? It's more, hey, if I'm selling, when you're living in your house, you don't notice things. So this is what a buyer could notice. So here are some tips that way. Absolutely. I do not make my beds, but maybe once every three months, if I'm lucky, probably more like six to eight months, actually. And that's definitely a a huge thing just to make a room put together and Mm -hmm. and to not look messy or small or whatever the case may be. Um, Yeah, so making beds. So here's something weird. As I'm sitting here telling you that I am not cleaning the window, that my little dog is getting his little nose all over, (laughs) I am really funny about a bed. I actually have a lot of OCD tendencies. And when I see a bed, I expect the sheet to be... And all of the um, the bedding to be in a perfectly straight line, equal all the way around. And when I make my bed, which is not why I don't make it every day because I don't have time to do this. If it's not perfect to me, it's not made. Yeah. So if I walk into a house I'm showing and their bedding is like crooked, then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. It's crooked. I'm not crazy. I know that is so weird, but that's like my my weird thing. And you're not alone. I know there's people like that, but I'm I am not as OCD with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just don't notice those little things. I'm better at looking at a bigger picture, but you're not wrong. Well, and that's why it's good to have tips like that because we mm-hmm. have somebody who, you know, it's like I'm not a crazy awesome housekeeper by any stretch, but then I have weird things I think of too. Mm-hmm. So, like here's another one. This drives me crazy. Toilet seats go down. Yes. yes. Down. Shower curtains closed. Oh, toilet yes. seats down. Especially for pictures. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many houses are on the MLS when the toilet seats are up. So, that so is my little thing. Speaking of bathroom pictures, so this isn't necessarily the seller's fault. If your agent has a picture and you can see your agent in the mirror in the bathroom, oh, yes. that drives me insane. Yes, that is <laughs> 100% agent retake that picture. Yes, that is 100% agent fault. That drives me crazy. I remember seeing 
seeing a house years ago that was for sale and the agent posted a picture with a cat on the counter. I'm um, just like, really? Like kitchen counter, you couldn't take the cat down or, you know, try it again. Or This isn't like the era where we're taking our photos to get processed and we don't know until they come back, right? right like it's right. easy to see that that has happened. That's another one that, yeah, that drives me crazy. That's a little off topic. But yeah. Yeah. It goes but important. <laughs> so my own house, when we bought this, our current house, it didn't have closet doors on any of the closets for whatever reason. So we were supposed to get carpet and it got delayed and the carpet didn't go in until after we moved in. And we couldn't install closet doors until after the carpet was done. So to this day, we have closet doors in one bedroom and not the other two bedrooms. Because it's just one of those things we've just not taken the 10 minutes it takes to install the closet doors or whatever it is. But the our closets are the first thing that I look at when I go there. And it makes me feel overwhelmed and messy because whose closet is perfect? Well, mine's not. And uh, it needs reorganizing. It's kind of littler. So if you're closet doors need put on definitely put on closet doors <laughs> mm-hmm. so here is an interesting one as well we had an episode with a stager talking about different things to do and part okay. of that conversation was she's like minimalize the stuff don't put personal mm-hmm. things up and i've heard that for years and i still tell my clients it's not that big of a deal like to me a house feels like a home when there are family pictures up versus feeling cold and sterile kind of to me if mm-hmm. it has more, too much of a staged look, which is kind of weird that I'm saying that because it's completely opposite of what the home stager said who we had on our podcast. But right. to me, the personal pictures make it feel like someone's home that's inviting. I don't have a problem with that. Now, if they're, if they're down, that's fine too. But I'm not going to tell someone to take them down if they want to have them up. So that's just my little opinion. So I'm a little torn on that because sometimes it drives me nuts when clients are coming through and they're just staring at the pictures. And it's like, we're not here to see what Joe and Diana's life is like. We're here to see this house. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side too, like if somebody if the seller has a whole gallery wall Mm -hmm. of all these pictures when they take them down is there just going to be nails in the wall are they gonna have to repaint that whole yeah i think the gallery wall can be a lot for sure so it is a lot but then Mm -hmm. like also if what if they don't have that paint color anymore you know what i mean then you Mm -hmm. need to just keep it up i think so i'm kind of torn on that one on on what my advice is but like pictures on your nightstand take those off that's just clutter less things to look at things like that if it's like a foldable one but the wall ones i get torn on but i'm like oh these are pictures of my family like i just get really (laughs) emotional about it now everything on your fridge clear off now see mine's full really laughing right now because we're the stagers there and I'm like but I like because we have magnets everywhere we've gone on vacation we just get a magnet and they're all over my fridge and I actually learned that from one of my sellers and I love it and they're up so it's very full but to me it's like a part of us and it would drive me crazy even if I was a seller for three months to have to feel like it's my house for just a few more months and I have to tear my personal (laughs) stuff out of my soul you know a small (laughs) fraction of time yeah I guess It's worth it. So I think the other thing to think about, I know we just kind of told you guys to stuff some stuff in your cupboards, but buyers do tend to look in cupboards to see if it's got like good storage or if this is a lazy Susan or whatever. You also don't want it to be open a cupboard and all this stuff just fall out Mm -hmm. because that's giving the impression your house is busting at the seams. You're overgrowing it. And then the buyer's starting to think, oh, are we going to overgrow, outgrow this here soon? So that's my opinion on that. Yeah. 
I think that's true. Just to have it organized. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like super, super organized. So again, where people are focusing on your your organization and not mm-hmm. your cover, but definitely organized enough where the food's not going to fall out on them mm-hmm. or whatever that might look like. Yeah. And I also think that you can just remember to wipe down baseboards. Mm-hmm. Just remember to, you know, like you said, wipe down windows, wipe down cupboards. Because when you're in there, you don't really notice. I had a chore for my boys of wiping down cupboards. It was not a hard job. They were all old enough to do it. This was a couple years ago. And what I was, and I just told them to use like a wet wipe. I just kept a package of them under the sink. And I remember all it amounted to was there were still, the if it was like a something hard to get off, like a little spot, it was still there surrounded by little white shavings of the um, wet wipe. So I Ooh. ended that. But I know that that is something that people need to do regularly to keep their covers just looking nice. And that's one thing to do, you know, like especially a cabinet that you pull a lot of might have, you know, you keep syrup in there or whatever mm-hmm. your door, door handles can get kind of sticky. Just have that wiped down. No, I definitely agree. And there are cleaning services that you can use where it's not that terribly expensive to have somebody to do it for you. Oh yeah. And your realtor can totally hook you up with that too. Mm-hmm. If you, if it's just better for you just to hire somebody and get it done and over with. Yeah. So one of the things that we talked about before was, um, I'm going to have the word wrong. I'm going to say, oh, diaper genie. Yes. I know this. We said this before. I know they're not supposed to smell. They stink. I had like two or three of those and I'm like the, you know, the good quality ones. And I felt like they always stunk and I would just get rid of it and get another one, you know, as I had the next child or whatever. And there are times that they don't smell, but there are also times that they do. So if you have one, just be aware that they're not, I don't know if it's certain brands or what, or, or how that works, but they're not always, you know, smell free necessarily. The right. Things that... Definitely change those before showing. Um, mm-hmm. And remember that like smell is a sense, like people find an emotion attached with smells. Like mm-hmm. people don't realize that the that's like a very sensitive emotion and in, in your brain and all that fun stuff. So I definitely agree that any kinds of smells and net neutralizing a house in general is like the biggest thing you can do to hide the chaos. Yeah. And speaking of smells, be cautious that something that you like a smell of, somebody yeah. else might not. Yeah. So, you know, it's supposed to be an air freshener, not an air cover yeah. of whatever Neutral, is in your neutralizer. And yeah. More than so it should be like, this smells good as they're breathing in to smell it, not where they're plugging their nose because it's and, so strong. Even if it's a good <laughs> smell, you can have too much of a good thing. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you, Esther, for talking with me about all of the chaotic things in our life. And we hope that you subscribe, like, share, comment, send us some emails with what you want to hear. And we'll talk to you next week.